Welcome back, my dear ladies, to another interview with an amazing Aquarian Age woman. My name is Tanya. I'm your host. And today I have lovely Zdenka on the phone. Hello, Zdenka. Uh, hi, Tanya. How are you? Good to see Good. you. Good to see you too. Zdenka lives in Canada and she's a psychotherapist and a gestalt therapist. And I also a hypnotherapist too. Also hypnotherapist. Wow. We have amazing ladies all across the world, right? And it's fantastic to yeah. meet new women all yeah. the time. That's very correct. Yeah, it's exciting to see women rising and changing their world and changing their lives and others as well. Yeah. Exactly. That's why we're here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Zdenka. Um, you're looking back at many years of self-development yourself, yeah. right? And my first question is, what made you realize um, that it's time to work on yourself? Well, it was a time when I actually moved to Canada. It was uh, also the need to understand the culture, understand the different people, which is from all over the world but also understand myself because I was, I believe 36, 38 years old at the time. And I felt I'm missing out of life. I'm missing something. I'm missing some key understanding. And, and then I was starting to seeking the answers initially through spirituality that I was always growing in my 20s, 30s, but there was something kind of fundamentally missing, like, you know, the piece of puzzle that I could not sort it out, what doesn't click. So that's what brought me to the personal growth. And actually what led me as well to sign up for Gestalt in Toronto was as well seeing my best friend bringing up her kids. And she did the Gestalt program in Europe. And we talk about it a lot. And I saw the big change in her and I saw the, and it was inspiring to see that the change is possible. So that was kind of the first step. And the second step was actually uh, when I was watching once the video from Astrolada introducing Natalia Kubilkina, it was another, it was, you know, something, this is the teacher I, I was looking for, something kind of click, okay, I need to work with this lady to to get through what I need to get through. And, and then things starting to kind of open up, right? And that was already after I finished Gestalt program. So it was not that I was not working with clients, but again, there was, it's like layers. It's constantly like peeling the layers uh, in Gestalt there is a one theory peeling layers of onion. So when you peel this soft, tiny layer, you always kind of go through pain or cry. So it's in our life too, we have to kind of peel the layers that we build up as a protection. Yeah, to, to kind of pull, to change something, to transform. Yeah, it's layers after layers. And you told me this earlier, the work does never stop really. Yes, it's true. Could you please tell us what Gestalt therapy is? Because I forgot to ask about this. Yeah, uh, Gestalt therapy. Gestalt is a German word and it means like a form uh, or state. Uh, I will, it's a free translation, so don't bear me for that. 
And uh, uh, it was developed by a German uh, gentleman called Fritz Perl and also his wife, Laura Perl. Uh, let's say in the 50s, they uh, escaped from the war to South Africa initially, and they started building the idea of it and they moved to US and developed a school which was like quite uh, kind of growing in the 60s, 70s in these kind of uh, open era. And they were very direct in terms of the personal growth. They were focusing on the kind of a cycle of gestalt when you're going from pretty much uh, like a motivation, uh, like you get mobili mobilize yourself, you may have, the mobilization could be I get angry or frustrated, and then I take action, and then I complete and accept it and integrate it to my life. And it goes like the spirals kind of up, right? So it goes as well as a development. You can look at it as a two-dimensional, like a circle only, but you can look at it multidimensional as a personal growth kind of like an evolution of a human being too. So, and these days the Gestalt therapy transform more to relational approach and kind of sensing one another to, in order to help one another to heal. So that's something that's coming as well, a lot of from European uh, School of Gestalt, especially from Italy, from Margarita Spagnola Lob, who is an amazing therapist and teacher. And uh, I really love her teaching, especially working with couples and the, working with kids. Uh, she's like one of the best in the world, I believe for that. Okay, thanks for the overview, but um... How did Gestalt therapy session work? Is it one-to-one? -one? Is it in groups? Yeah, you can have a one-to-one -one or groups. Uh, I work one-to-one. -one. Uh, I don't want, uh, I don't work yet in groups. And uh, it's uh, what I like about the style is because it's very creative and very uh, open. There is no prescribed model. There is no kind of firm structure that you kind of have to go as you would, let's say, go with cognitive behavioral therapy. So it's a lot of uh, like the therapeut is creating constant and co-creating with the client, like uh, interventions that help you to open the perspectives, uh, like look at your beliefs, look at your, let's say, unaware, let's say, statements or behaviors that you bring to the space or also sensation. Let's say I might feel with some clients like very anxious. And if they don't know that people are around them are anxious, they because nobody told them. So it's something that we can kind of bring to the light and work with. And that, that's kind of in that the relational com context as well in the here and now, which is another quite important uh, phenomenon in the Gestalt therapies being in the present moment and being here and now, it's what connects us and how we co-create our relationship together. Aha, uh -huh, I see. Um, so it's more like a talk you have with somebody in that it's moment. It's a talk, but it's also a feeling, right? There's, uh, and sometimes it could be, it could be it, I like the part because it, it also has the sense of humor. Sometimes we feel therapy is only about crying and kind of sharing, but also there are very humorous moments when we realize sometimes what we do is actually very funny. And, and sometimes we need to also allow to laugh at ourselves to lighten up 
right? So it's also part of that too. So it's not, that's what I like about it. It's not so kind of heavy. It could be heavy, but sometimes there's always some gift in that, in that moment, right? To honor it, to, to transform it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. what do you like best about it? Well, I like the co-creation because each client is different, right? Each client is unique. And I like meeting one another in, in the different connections, different ways of seeing one another and helping clients actually unfold these layers that may be kind of like a veil that they cannot see, that cannot feel sometimes as well. And to allow them to feel, to allow them to see and make their decision and choices in their life that are the best for them in that moment. Okay, and how was this uh, therapy shown to you? How did you find the access to it? Did you said earlier through a friend? Or yeah, my friend. You know that this was for you. Uh, I found it through my friend and then through the program that I signed up because initially I signed up for two years personal growth program that was at the time allowed at the Gestalt Institute. But at the end of the two years, I really like it and I want to go next and explore the working with uh, uh, more kind of teams and groups and apply it in my at the time job as well. So I got very inspired and I was very encouraged by the teachers as well to continue because they see something in me that I didn't see that at that time. So there was something interesting for me that I kind of stepped into the unknown because I didn't know if I will become eventually a therapist. That was not kind of the intention that I went into with that because my intention was really to work on myself, to help myself to connect with another and also improve my English because expressing yourself in another language is not so easy always because you go to your mother tongue and learning that you need the vocabulary for that as well so that was also a helpful aspect of that program for me mm -hmm. okay and you said that mainly you were drawn to this to heal yourself so you had to overcome a lot of trauma as well, right? Mm -hmm. Be a therapist right now. Yeah. Well, you, you have to work on yourself. And what I like about the program, because you are really put in a very diverse situations, which really triggers kind of uh, points that you maybe never envisioned. So it's also really preparing the therapist for the work with the clients and supporting them to process that. So even I had to go through my life pains, right? And I grew up in a socialism. I grew up in always uh, kind of, we can't have it, we cannot afford it or, and, and the biggest, uh, biggest kind of event for me, even my brother passed away in an accident suddenly. So you live with somebody and suddenly there is nobody. And also at the time I was not uh, at my, with my family. I even didn't know he passed away. I only had a dream at the time that he did. But then everything kind of unfolded when I, when I got home as well. So it was just, it's, and even still it's sensitive till today 
but it's part of who I am, right? So I can as well offer a client, I'm a human being too. And I have to go through difficulties. And then I moved to Canada as well. So again, you need to kind of start from the beginning. You have to reconnect, you have to understand the culture, you have to integrate yourself and, and really become part of the society too. And that's another learning that shows you who you are really. Because again, you are tested in different setup, different environments, different positions. You need to express yourself in different language. So a lot of learning, a lot of growing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can imagine that um, being a therapist actually reflects back to you and shows you yourself, just like a relationship, right? Exactly. Do the same. <laughs> and, and the beauty of this work is uh, anything you haven't worked on properly, it comes to you through your clients. And it's like, a, you know, like, oh, I haven't worked on this. I haven't worked on this, you know, and it's coming. And so that's why therapies go through therapy too. So <laughs> that's part of kind of continuing work and learning. And, uh, and I think that is something beautiful about it. Because in the end, we are human beings, each of us. And, and it's more how we can become the best of ourselves without need to uh, defend or be upset with ourselves or others or whatever else, other ways we learn to be in our life, right? Very true, yes. We are humans. We are also yeah. humans. The therapist yeah. is also human. It's also cooking only with water. Yeah. not reinventing the wheel <laughs> yes exactly um what are the results that your clients get from the gestalt therapy do you have uh or no let me ask in a different way what kind of challenges do they overcome and uh, mm -hmm. do you have some examples maybe yeah so one of one of my niche that i specialize is burnout because I find that a lot of professionals and I went through that myself. So that's what I really helping people to overcome because sometimes people tend to inter-exchange depression and burnout, but I, I believe there is a little bit of difference in that because the burnout is really the way I can't set up the boundaries properly because I cannot say no and I want to please a lot of people and or I, uh, did um, made some promises to myself without really realizing that I'm exhausting myself to the point that I can't exist, right? So, so the burnout is kind of very existential in some point, and especially if people in high careers, high high stake professions, also in healthcare, it's very prevalent that people go through that because there is not only the personal and professional duty, but there is something above the profession, right? is the kind of higher role and moral conduct uh, is kind of put on them and it's very hard to carry at times. So people struggle with that. So kind of weeding out what is that. And, and as, you, as you can imagine, uh, underneath of it, a lot of times are some trauma, some unfinished businesses, as I call it, that we need to close process and move through and also restore the energy and restore the balance in the life and starting to showing clients that the life is not only work that there could be something more to it and i think that's another big aspect 
especially in, in North American context, it could be quite important because there is the also kind of importance of being busy or constantly on the go, which tend to lead to the exhaustion as well. The other areas, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Very true, yes, yes. Um, that's why I like to live in Eastern Europe. It's um, yeah. more relaxed. Yeah. You're more allowed and able to be in the now and in the Western yeah. world, it's a big problem there. Always, as you yeah. said, go, 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 go. And there is no time to just be and yeah. allow yourself to be in the now, smell the roses, yeah. enjoy the sunshine. Exactly. And, and that kind of create a very big void, like a missing part of ourselves, right? Because there's something we somewhere deeply inside of ourselves crave. And it's also the crave for connections, crave for recognition and acknowledgement of one another. And that's kind of help as well, creating healthy relationships, right? Because if I still kind of put myself in a kind of professional role, I would have very different power dynamic as a me, as a human being with another human being. Yeah, of course. And would you say that um, your clients or you yourself um, have changed your life after such a therapy? Of course they did, yeah. I, I have several clients who really changed their life, uh, healed themselves through therapy. Uh, and sometimes they come and uh, like just for one couple sessions just to check in or if there is something coming up. But they are very grateful because they start to see the potential that they have in themselves. And I think that's the, always the beautiful part of being a therapist to witness that, uh, that I can live my life and I can create it better for me and others around me. So I think that's, that's what is inspiring me every day to do the work. Interesting, yeah. So it's got kind of a wake-up call or uh, to yeah. take charge of their life again for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I've worked a lot of it uh, this year. I feel the theme is about relationships, <clears throat> at least in my pra uh, practice. So I see a lot of people go through very significant changes in their relationship. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So it's also how to, what is the good time to leave when the relationship is not working and not healthy? And also how to process the grief when I'm not with the one that I love so much and how to move on because those are big uh, transition points in our lives. When we are integrating something that was into what it is now and how I can move on and again bring to my life something that somewhere deep deep inside of me I was always looking for but kind of settle for less than I really needed so that's something interesting too mm -hmm. yeah it takes some time to get used to a relationship and when this person then is gone again it also takes some time to get used to be alone again of course 
but it's also to close the chapter, right? To to allow that that was the time for us to be on the same journey, and now it's time to go different ways and do it very respectful way without need to blame or be angry or anything like that but again those are emotions that i'm working with the clients to process and navigate mm -hmm. that's true yes um yeah as someone who has also also overcome a lot of um traumatic experiences i often say that you can only live after the shadow so once this is overcome this dark period yeah we can become ourselves, our true yeah. selves and live our life. Do you agree? Uh, I think so, because if you think about it, we can call it shadow, we can call it kind of challenging time in our lives, but it's, it's the time we actually grow through this. If we would have everything easy and prepared for us, that would, we would never have the kind of desire and the hunger to actually seek and look for anything that could be better right and and through that searching we actually learning who we are and sometimes we can discover strengths that we never were aware of that maybe we could be independent that we could be on our own that we can create a very different type of relationship and dynamics in our lives that we never thought of and that actually that feels much better Right, because sometimes we even we are so afraid to going to do something new because uh, in our world we seek a lot of for guarantees and and securities. But being in the flow and even going with the unknown, there's some kind of beauty in that because in every moment you can unfold and make the decisions what you will assign to it. Right, because we making the choices if it is a beautiful day or not beautiful day, if, if you put it in a simple, day, a simple way like this, but really recognize the power within us as well, that we have the choice and we can do that and allow ourselves to do that. I think that's the important propeller to all the transforming points and, and also integrations of our shadows. I, I really like the, uh, I used to practice uh, Tai Chi long time and and uh, my teacher, he always taught us about these um, yin and yang, pretty much a sign that you know, kind of in, in each white, there's a little black circle. And in each black uh, place, it's a little white circle. And they allow actually the movement, the dynamic of the change, the dynamic of, the, of coming from the empty space to the full space. And, and a lot of these analogies I'm using with my clients as well in my therapy to realize that the polarities actually are part of our life, but they have very important role as well. So even we might have the shadow, but if we start working through it, we can actually discover something very beautiful through that. So I think that's another gift that I like working with clients in therapy and uh, helping them transform their, their lives. Amen, Stenka. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Overcoming all these challenges brings us to a better version of ourselves. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yes, I thank you very much for this short talk today. And um, 
if somebody would like to contact you and know more about Gestalt therapy or the, any forms of therapy you do, how can they contact you? The easiest way is through Instagram at the, the present therapy. Uh, you can uh, find me on Instagram or you can go to my website, uh, www.thepresenttherapy.squarespace.com and or email me at thepresenttherapy at gmail.com. That's the easiest way to connect with me. And I'm very excited to hear other speakers. And uh, thank you, Tanya, for having me. It was a really great opportunity and amazing chat with you. And I'm very excited for your project and introducing other very powerful and inspiring women to other women, because you never know who you can inspire through your journey. That's true. You never know whose yeah. life you're going to impact and will be yes. somebody you least expected. <laughs> exactly. And sometimes it could be just one word or something that yeah. brings you to the seeking and longing and looking for something new right exactly <laughs> thank you very much thank for You're welcome it. and uh, to everybody else thank you for listening all the links will be below in the description uh, have a good day bye have a good day. thank bye. you thank you for having me wish you a wonderful day bye bye Bye.